Welcome to the Rope Drop Radio Podcast, a guide to all things Disney and Disney parks by two very self-aware grown adult men that were brainwashed to love Disney since birth. Before we jump into this episode of Rope Drop Radio Podcast, this podcast is brought to us by our sponsors at Chicago Marshmallow. Keep life fluffy. Order right now your gourmet marshmallows from chicagomarshmallow.com or please visit us at several different farmers markets around the city of Chicago. All right, welcome to Rope Drop Radio Podcast, where two grown adult brothers talk about all things Disney and Disney parks. Uh, my name is Alex, and I'm joined by my brother, Andrew. Hello, everyone. How's, every, how's everyone going out? How's everyone doing out there in the podcast world? Um, this is our first episode, so we don't really know how this is going to go, but... Um, you know, we're we're just two brothers just trying to put some content out uh, during this during this pandemic about Disney, and you know, there's a ton of Disney podcasts, but I think we do we're gonna do a good job of putting a different kind of spin on things. Where you know, we're very self aware, we have very dry humor, um, we kind of understand um, the the Disney fandom in a way, but uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously, which is is a big uh, selling point for our podcast, I would say. Of course. Uh, so, I'm Andrew. Uh, I'm 30 years old. As Alex said, I'm his brother. I live in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, me and my family, including Alex, have been going to Disney World for many, many years. My first time going was I was four months old. And we have been going about twice a year since then. So I'm 30. It's a lot of math. So it's quite a few times I've personally been to Disney World. Definitely. And we're obviously jumping into introductions here. But I would say my question to you, Andrew, would be what, what's, your, what's your first memory of Disney World? Or what, what do you, when you look back on all the times that you've gone, I guess, what's the most memorable time or, or your first memory of going to the parks? I actually, uh, one of my first memories is, and one of my favorite memories is actually being able to go on the Haunted Mansion with you and our grandmother uh, and uh, just having a really good time just on one of my now favorite rides and just riding it and just feeling feeling like a complete family and just having a good time. It was a very sunny, warm day, and my grandmother was just chased by a seagull with a churro. So it was a fun time. It was a little bit – everyone was laughing a little bit before we got on the ride, so everyone was in a very, very good mood. Yeah, definitely. I mean, maybe I was a little too young to remember that exact moment, but, I mean – we had a lot of memories like that with grandma and the whole family and everything like that. But so I'll just, I'll just uh, piggyback on what kind of what you're saying and, and introduce myself. And, and like I said, we're, we're two brothers. We have another brother, uh, Anthony, but um, you know, us two are doing this podcast. We might have Anthony on as a guest and everything like that. But my name's Alex Murphy, born and raised 
and now live still in Chicago, like my brother. Uh, I work as a recruiter for a manufacturing company, and I'm also a travel agent for Pixie Vacation. So that's one of the one of the reasons why I wanted to start this podcast. And obviously, I think my family members were uh, a good good start to talk to about uh, starting a podcast. Is just they've they've shared so many memories and they have so much knowledge and I know um, about Disney and about Disney parks and Disney world in, in general that I just think it would be compelling. And, and I think part of this is I want to get my information out there to my clients and potential clients for pixie vacations. I, I think it's important um, to be an industry expert, especially with travel planning um, and my specialty is Disney World. My specialty is Disney Cruise Line. So Andrew and I have both been, like like he said, to Disney World over 50 plus times. And we've been on several Disney cruises together and, and separate. So I think we're a pretty good wealth of information. Um, some of my hobbies are that I do in my free time are, you know, watching Chicago sports, but also planning vacations for people because I do have a full-time job and then obviously I, I plan vacations for people for Pixie Vacation. So my schedule is kind of full. Um, I did want to touch touch on our families. So we're not just childless millennials going to Disney right now. I mean, we used to be. Um, I have two two-year-olds. They're twins, Mia and Noah. Um, they've already been to Disney World, I believe, three to four times. They're only two years old. So obviously, you know that we're we're pretty much obsessed with it and they've been on one Disney cruise and, and they loved it. Um, and we're, you know, planning on a going back to Disney world, uh, with the whole family with all 11, uh, July 29th to the, uh, through August. So we're definitely going to be facing these restrictions for COVID and face masks and different theme parks and, uh, only one a day and temperature checks. So we'll, that we'll definitely be able to talk on that. But Andrew, did you want to talk about um, your family members and kind of what your family union looks like? Yeah. Um, so I like Alex. Uh, I have two boys. I have uh, a four-year-old who just turned four in June, and a fairly fairly newborn. He is two months old, named Wyatt, and my older son is named. Finnegan. And Finnegan loves Disney World. He loves Disney World so much that since the pandemic has started, or even just in between trips, he uh, requests to watch ride videos on YouTube and just people walking around. So he gets the excitement and gets to see Disney World that he loves the film so much. And that obviously is a, it obviously shows how much Disney World means to the larger family and him personally. Definitely. And I mean, YouTube wasn't around when we were kids. So it's just a, it's a great way to, if you're obsessed with Disney, like, you know, some of our family is, and, you know, we like to, we like to be a little self-aware and pretend like we're not, but. I mean, we were, we were pretty much brainwashed on this stuff. So 
you know, we like watching vlogs on YouTube. We like watching ride videos. And when we were kids, we didn't have that. So I think even that added to the anticipation of going down to Florida from Chicago, um, you know, two or three times a year where, you know, we had all the experience of all the rides, but then we would have to wait six months to experience it again. And you wouldn't be able to see it or have any videos at, at, at your fingertips like people do now to uh, experience all all Disney World has to offer. So it's uh, definitely an interesting time we're living in. And I definitely also take, um, I also listen to, you know, or watch vloggers and, and watch ride videos and keep up to date with all the news with Disney coming through just because I had to for a travel agency, but then that also is, is fun. It makes you remember all the times that you've had there, but going back to first memories of Disney world, I think my first memory is kind of, kind of funny. I mean, it, it brings back like an anxious feeling because I remember, you know, I was always thrilled to go to magic kingdom. I was always thrilled to go to animal kingdom when it opened. And I was always thrilled to go to Epcot. Obviously. I mean, Epcot was, I always like to go into interventions and playing video games there and walking around eating the good food. But I was always worried when I was a younger kid to go to what what they used to call MGM Studios. Now it's Hollywood Studios because I knew Tower of Terror was there. And I knew that I was going to be forced onto that ride at a young age by my whole family. So I would, it was like me being scared for like a big game on the next day like i would fall asleep after magic kingdom and i'd be looking at her schedule that someone printed out or whatever and i'd i'd see hollywood or mgm studios on the list and i would just i wouldn't be able to sleep i would like and i would always have to do the tower of terror first thing when we got there my grandma was always like you'll be fine you'll be fine and i would scream through the whole line i'd be so scared and I'd go through the pre-show, I'd be crying, and I'd go through like the little boiler room, I'd be crying. I'd, I would sit on the ride and still be crying. And then once we started going up and down, I was completely fine. So it was always made up in my head. And I mean, that's probably, um, I mean, that's what Disney wants. They want that good theming going on the ride. And it, it really scared the hell out of me as a young kid. But that's that's really my first memory is just being anxious to go to, MGM Studios and knowing I have to answer the bell and, and go on uh, uh, Tower of Terror right away. But once I got through that, you know, obviously MGM Studios is probably one of my favorite parks is because, you know, they got the good, they got the good food uh, at 50s primetime. They got good sci-fi diner. And then uh, Fantasmic was always a great nightcap for us growing up. So that's definitely my first memory. Um but one thing that, you know, me and Andrew have in common that we want to touch on it first in this podcast, and it's just, it's a unique thing, is is being a Disney adult. So Disney adult, you know, online maybe has a negative connotation, and people kind of look down at Disney adults, and it's, it's, it's kind of funny um, to a point. Um, I mean, we, like I said before, me and Andrew used to be childless millennials going to Disney World twice a year. We, we really fit that box. But I mean, now we have kids. So it's definitely a, a different, a different animal. We get to see Disney World through their eyes. But I guess 
why it has this negative connotation of being Disney adult and, and we're very self-aware about that. We're like, Hey, like we understand it's a little weird, right? Yeah. I mean, I, whenever I tell people at work or, you know, I keep my friends that I go to Disney World so many times, they kind of give me a, a side look like you are a six foot bearded lumberjack looking guy. I cannot imagine you walking through Magic Kingdom with your brothers who are pretty much as big as you are and your parents and just being okay. And I mean, right. it, it was, I mean, I'm not, it was weird sometimes that, you know, we're walking down the middle of Main Street and around us is a bunch of little kids and strollers and all this other stuff. And so three of us are a good, three of us are taller than some of the adults with their kids and right. you know we're, we're all big you know kind of mean big guy looking <laughs> guy big walking. burly guys walking down just and we're wearing like our Disney hats or our Disney shirts and we're being right. be and joking with each other and to me it's not it's not weird to me that's what our family did that's what that was our thing people go up to the mission uh, Wisconsin, or go to the lake or the beach or something. Well, our family dynamic was going to Disney World and having a good time and generally not really caring about the norms or what everyone expects for people to look like or how people are supposed to be going to Disney World. Because, I mean, everyone's a ch- child at heart. And right. That's the most, I mean, that's what Disney is all about. You could, I mean, adults can go there and have that excitement that they had when they were kids or, you know, have those memories of the last time we were there. I mean, our, our dad went with a bunch of his, uh, bunch of his best friends before any of uh, me or my brothers were born. And they did all a bunch of dinner shows and went on rides and all this other stuff and, my dad still talks about it like it was the most fun he's ever had in his life, and it was in Disney World. So, Disney World is does isn't just for children. I right. mean, Epcot now has all those bars and all the you know all the it's, it's I want to say it's an adults park, but you appreciate it more and more as you get older. Yeah, it might be a little boring and educational when you're a little kid, but once you get older and older, you start to like really get into, you know, world showcase and understand what is actually going on around you and how cool everything is and futuristic. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that, I think you made a bunch of good points and I think, I think people really label Disney as like four kids, but I think it really is four families. And I think that's, that's the way to look at it, no matter how old or young your family members are, I think just being together as a family at Disney is significant. And and if you've never done it, that's fine. I would definitely say experience it once and see how you feel. You know, some people are don't love it. Some people like want to go to Universal more. Or, but I think there's just something special about Disney and especially Disney World. Um, especially with us having all those memories attached to it. But I think 
I think people go in phases, right? So as, as a kid, you love Disney World. Like, this is how I was. As a kid, I loved Disney World. I would tell everyone, oh, I'm going, and everyone would be super jealous of me. And I would that, – that lasted probably about till 11 or 12 years old. And then, you know, 13 to – 13 to 17, 13 to 16. I mean, that age, you just think you're just cooler than everyone else. And you're trying to fit in and you're trying to, you're usually going to high school around that time. So you're, a lot of changes are happening in, in your life, good and bad. Um, so you're, you don't want to give anyone else ammo to say that you're different or that you're weird or anything like that. So I think, for me, ages like 13 to 16, 13 to 17, I was definitely shy about bringing up me going to Disney World or, or me uh, really liking um, being at the parks and stuff like that. But then once I became an adult and grew up a little bit and you know got into my early 20s, I think the thing that people don't realize is that Disney World's not just a bunch of theme parks. I mean, the thing that keeps me coming back is, first of all, five-star restaurants, five-star resorts. I mean, you're not going to find service anywhere in the world like you find at Disney World or even Disney Cruise Line. So I guess that's that's the question that I want to pose to you, Andrew, is – what makes you keep going back and keep enjoying it? Because for me, it's hands down the service, hands down the resorts. And now that I have kids, obviously seeing seeing Disney in a new light and, and watching them excited is awesome. It's like second to none. But just for me personally, it's just it's just the service, the level of service, the Disney service is higher than anything that you'll ever experience. And, you know, we've done a lot of different things in our lives. You know, me and Andrew have gone to Europe. We've gone to Ireland. We've been overseas. We've been to most states in the United States. We've been on cruises. We've been to Canada. We've been to Disneyland. I, I, I mean, everywhere that you can go, we've pretty much visited. Any tourist destination, we've pretty much been there outside of, like, Asia and Australia and Disney world and just Disney in general, Disney cruise line have better service than anyone else. And that's what keeps me coming back. I guess what, what keeps you coming back? So, um, so I, I, during my free time, I, uh, work, I, well, I did work in haunted houses. So I was big on, you know, I guess theatrics. So when I walk through a Disney park, just because of what I do on my free time, it's very different. I understand that, you know, Disney's not scary or spooky or anything else, but I think of it, I think of it as there is a pretty much a town that is perfectly themed, that everything is in a perfect spot and everything transitions so gently it just amazes me like the set design that they have going on in all of these parks especially magic kingdom you go from one land to the other and you you slightly see the line where you cross into the other areas but you also hear 
the music from the land you're leaving to the land you're going into, they just kind of fade and kind of mix together until you walk all the way into the next land where the, the one you're walking into takes over completely. And I just think that that attention to detail is just mind-blowing that someone has thought of almost everything to make this an immersive situation. Right. And it, it just it it just takes my breath away that someone could like even think of all the things that you know it takes to make Disney World in general just this like tidal wave of just experience and just you feel like you're where they say you are. No, I definitely agree with that. And I mean And because of the because of our age differences between me and my Alex and my brother, the phases that Alex was talking about, we were going through the same phases, but we're going through them at different times. So I was going through the I'm too cool for all this phase. When Alex is still in the, you know, this is so much fun, I'm so excited phase. So that to a certain point kind of offset offset my uh, my I'm too cool for for it phase because Alex was so excited. So, right, and I think obviously, uh, obviously my very, experience was a little different because I'm I'm the youngest in the family, so I would I would obviously look up to my brothers. Um, so, but I didn't have a smaller sibling, and this is gonna kind of sound weird, but like. Like I like I have kids now, and I could see them enjoy what I used to really really enjoy. Um, I didn't have a, a, a little sibling or a younger sibling um, when I was in that too cool for school stage, where I can you know really enjoy them looking through it because obviously my brothers are older, so it was kind of a, a unique kind of experience. But. I, I mean, just to wrap this, I guess, segment up, I mean, that's a very podcasty word, but just to wrap this segment up is we know we're very self-aware on the outside what being a Disney adult looks like. Um, you know, you're grown adults, you're going to Disney World every every year, twice a year, like there's so many times you can, you always hear, there's so many times you can ride Splash Mountain. There's so many times you can ride Space Mountain. But like I said, being a Disney adult for me is way different than what outsiders look at it. And, you know, I'm not trying to sell you on anything. You can experience it for yourself and make your own decisions. But just the quality of vacation and the quality of family time that you have when you're at Disney is really second to none. And the service you get is second to none. That's why Disney's brand is so strong. Disney is a huge corporation, and a lot of corporations get flack, and Disney does get flack for being a big corporation, money-hungry, and everything like that. But I don't think they get um, as much as, like, Amazon or or other companies because their branding is so strong and their service is so strong that – people attach all these memories that they have throughout their life to Disney. 
into the parks, into the characters, into the movies. And it really resonates with people. So that's why on the outside looking in, we understand that Disney adults look weird and look even maybe creepy. But I would say don't say that unless you experience it because the service, the, the, uh, the memories that are attached to these, these characters and parks and the experiences that you can have as a family will beat any vacation that I've ever been on. So that's kind of where I, I leave that. Anything else about being a Disney adult, Andrew? Uh, no, no. I mean, that's you pretty much hit everything. Okay, yeah. So now I want to go into kind of what, what to expect from this show. So obviously you can see it's pretty free-flowing, and we're just going to talk, and we're just going to say what we want to say, and, you know, sometimes we'll maybe lose our place in our thoughts and maybe sometimes we'll stutter and sometimes it won't be perfect. And that's just us. We're, we're pretty, pretty real with this. Um, but I guess what to expect, we have a couple things in mind. Um, like I said, we have over combined 50 years of experience going to Disney world. So we know that park really well. Um, we've been to Disneyland, we've been to Disneyland Paris, but most of the time on this podcast, we're going to be focusing on Disney World parks, just because that's what we know. That's what that's where we go every year. Um, so that's what we're really going to focus on. We're going to focus on tips and tricks of the park, money saving ideas, different things like that 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 you can get at other podcasts. But we might put a little bit of a unique spin on it. Um what to do, not to do, what to get fast passes for, what not to get fast passes for. I mean, I'm a bigger guy. Uh, we have bigger guys in, in our family. So <laughs> what, what rides are comfortable to ride, what comfortable, what rides are not comfortable to ride. I think that's super important. What comfortables, what uh, rides make you bang your knees while, while you're riding them. If you're a little taller, I think that's important. I don't think many people go over that in the podcast world. Um, and then family trips and especially traveling with children. Um, like I said, my kids are only two years old and they've been to Disney world four plus times in all different seasons. Um, we've been in October for food and wine. We've been during the hot days of summer. We've been, um, over Thanksgiving and that's only a two year old. And then Andrew, like he said, he's got a newborn now. Traveling with a newborn, traveling with a four-year-old who's you know very independent and has a lot of energy. How how you handle that? I think that's actually be something that we can a, provide value to a lot of families and a lot of people listening is traveling with children. Because yeah, I mean I'm 27 years old and Andrew's what you're, you're 30, right? Yes, I am 30. So we're we're pretty young adults, but we both have young children. So I think that that the value of our experiences traveling with these younger children is going to be able to help other people. Um, and then just going through the news like other people do, giving our takes on the news that that come out. Um, maybe having a couple funny segments off off the news that that Disney lets out. I want to definitely get this straight. We're not going to be a podcast that just like praises Disney no matter what they do. 
yeah, we like Disney. We're fans of Disney. We like the product. But if it's something that they do that we don't like, we're going to say it. Um, we're not going to sugarcoat really anything. But we're going to try to put our spin on it. Um, and then just sharing stories that, that that we've had. I mean, like like I said, Andrew and I have gone to Disney World together for my whole life. Like I, The first time I went to Disney World was January of 1993. And I was born November 1992. So legit, me and Andrew have been going to Disney World together for 27 years. So just we have a lot of stories and a lot of experiences, a lot of different fights, a lot of uh, different funny family moments that we can share with you guys um, just because we've been doing it for so long. Um, And then we want to have guests on our show. So like I said, I'm, I'm a pixie vacation travel agent and you know i posed the question online to my my group my pixie fam shout out pixie fam um if anyone wanted to come on the podcast and and really share their thoughts and i really got a lot of people that wanted to jump on so definitely appreciate uh, the response and um we definitely want to have guests on here to share their experiences and how they're different than us um and then also we want to have other family members on here to make fun of us and tell our stories and, and see it in a different light than what we tell you every week. Um, and that's pretty much what the show is going to be. One thing that we did not mention as I don't know how we missed it, but Andrew and I are both um, – we're both DVC members. So my family's been DVC members since basically day one, since 1992, 1993, when they pretty much started everything. And we own at Old Key West. We own at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then we own at Saratoga Springs now. At one point, which is definitely not true anymore, we had the most points um, by any family in Illinois have a lot of experience with DVC, what to use it, what not to use the points on. And that's why we were able to go on all these vacations growing up. So that's definitely a topic that we'll jump on and focus on also. Um, and then one other thing would be um, questions from you guys. So um, any questions, we're going to put up a Facebook page. Um, and obviously, hopefully we'll get some followers from our listeners. And you guys can post questions and we can have a, a Q&A, either a whole episode of the Q&A or just do a short segment of the Q&A. Um, either one works. But I think that is definitely something that we want to do, keep it interactive and keep it fresh. Um, but that's pretty much it, honestly. Um, Andrew, do you have anything else? Uh, no, no. I, I, we, I think we've covered a good amount today, so... There's a good introduction to what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, so I, I definitely want to thank everyone for listening to our first podcast. You know, it's not going to be perfect. We're going to get better. Sound quality is going to get better. Our internet's going to get better. Um, our talking hopefully will get better, but maybe it won't. That's just kind of how we are. Um, and we don't know what the release schedule is going to look like yet. Obviously, Andrew and I both have really busy schedules. We both have full-time jobs. We both have two young children. We both have um, some responsibilities around the house, too. So 
We don't know what the release schedule is going to be looking like yet, but we will keep everyone updated on that uh, once we know. But other than that, we're going to sign off here. Appreciate everyone listening and hope to see you next time.